Hello and welcome along to the NZ Swim Bike Run podcast, home to everything swimming, biking, running and triathlon in New Zealand. For those of us in the Southern Hemisphere, the day is getting shorter and it's starting to cool off and it's time to start thinking about indoor training. This week, Rob Delamore and some of the coaches from Foot Traffic got together to talk about Zwift and how you can race and train indoors. So sit back and we hope you enjoy this episode. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody. Um, here we are with um, some of the Foot Traffic coaching, um, coaching team. Uh, we've got Rebecca Clark, we've got Carolyn Arthur, we've got Mike Bosted, and we've got myself, Rob Delamore. So um, it's just, uh, we want to take this opportunity to have a bit of a chat about um, Zwift, um, racing on Zwift, training on Zwift, uh, some of the events that are coming up, and um, just give, give you guys in the community a bit of understanding as um, where we come from as coaches as to, um, as to what Zwift is and how it can, uh, how it can help you guys in your um, in your, in your training, in your uh, race preparation. So uh, just to ask the group now, uh, who here has heard of Zwift? Yep, sure have. <laughs> Great. All right. We've got, we got the right people to talk to here. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, a, that's an obvious thing. I mean, uh, as coaches, we've, we've been using Zwift for a, um, a very, very long time. And um, um, I, I certainly used it... Um, quite a few years ago for the, when I was just sort of playing around with it a little bit, I, I lost a bit of interest in it because it just didn't really seem to serve a purpose for me, but um, I probably didn't give it enough time to absorb and find out how it works. But, um, you know, over the years as it's, as it's developed as a platform and we've got, um, you know, some really good training tools and some really good race um, events and um, some, some very, very competitive high level racing. It's, it's become something that's, incredibly useful now is I mean is it is that what you guys have found yeah definitely I, I mean I find I use it quite a lot and then you, yeah, even for someone who's done it the sport for a long time and high level like been the last six months getting peak powers one two three five ten twenty minutes and and I'm not training as much as I used to so it's, it's <laughs> all swift sort of how it pushes you in the platform and the racing and yeah and then yeah that's on an indoor trainer which is often a bit harder to get the power up so yeah it's helped me a lot and i don't know I'm sure that everyone else as well yeah um rebecca how, how have you found it um yeah i i think in the last year i would have um like i tried it a little bit before that but really got into it last year um especially during lockdown um and having a few sort of events to focus on um and now, yeah, I just find it a really good training tool. I mean, use it once a week as a like a race, and then I'm probably on it at least. I do about fifty percent of my training, if not a little bit more, on it. So, yeah, um, yes, yeah, then hugely, um, yeah. Really. And that's um, that's one thing that um, when you say you've done fifty percent of your training on it, uh, I mean, we wouldn't have said that three or four years ago um, because we were always about getting out on the road, but. You know, it's just it's just the roads these days are just so busy, and there's so many so many roadworks, and it's so hard to get out somewhere where there's 
a good safe section of road that you can actually do intervals on it's just it's just not attractive right now and you know i don't know what you guys are like but i go riding on the road and i'm not i'm not really enjoying it because i'm just so conscious of traffic coming out of anywhere and you know um roadworks and, and the road service being average there was that a few months ago or whatever. It was like a week. There was this weekly. There was cyclists mm. getting hit for mm. us as well, wasn't there? Even what yeah. I can't remember the, the foot traffic guy that had an accident, but yeah, um, yeah, there was every weekend someone was getting hit. So I know it was awful. It was I mean, yeah, it, the point like unless I was going to go for a long ride, mm. not to quiet roads, then anything under two hours is just going the trainer because the value for time like is just yeah so much better yeah uh and and i mean for, for some to some degree people just say oh just toughen up you know get on the road but it's it's not i mean it, it's it's one thing to say it if you're living out of town out of auckland but it's if you are living in a big city wellington even christchurch um it, it is one of those things of i've got an hour i've got to get a workout in i can't afford to drive somewhere to do it because i haven't got the time um I've got this this thing in my garage which just works absolutely perfectly. Let's let's do it. And yeah, I definitely don't think it's about being tough. I think it's probably harder. <laughs> it is harder. Yeah, it's a huge safety thing, isn't it? Like for yeah. me personally, having a partner who's had two pretty nasty crashes mm. um, in the last couple of years, like any any conditions where it's it's bad, whether that's traffic or rain or wind. <laughs> anything where I feel even slightly unsafe, which to be honest, most of the time is just the traffic conditions and people really not being that aware or that patient of cyclists. Like I'm so happy to stay inside on Zwift. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is, it is so much better. Um, now as, as coaches, um, I mean, it's, it's one thing to, to tell an athlete to jump on Zwift and go and do the workout, but, um, you know that's that's really only going to give them part of um, the benefit of it. As as coaches, there's so much that can be done, um, and so um, the way that we integrate um, the training into using the Zwift platform is fantastic. So obviously, a lot of our athletes um, use Training Peaks, um, and you can you can sync your Training Peaks account with your Zwift account. So you, when you've got a workout to do that day, you turn on your computer, you go to your workouts, and it's there in the um, in the workout bank jump on um and the the session that us as coaches has set for our athletes is there ready to be done intervals are exactly as they should be um it's it's incredible it's perfect and then for our um our subscription member athletes who who utilize our database plans um it's the same sort of thing where we have a, a downloadable file for those people um they can download a zwo file put it onto um their workout folder and um there it is in the workouts for them to go and do so you know as a coach integrating it into a training plan it's it's so easy and it's it's great and um i mean how, how often do you guys have your athletes doing set workouts on zwift is that a regular thing yeah it was for me uh, like gary was a good example for me um we kind of like in a way reverse periodized or polarized training that for him for going into ironman just because of the lockdowns and mm. and uh, so we actually started doing a lot on Zwift before going back into sort of base closer to the, to the, um, to the race. And I, yeah, he, I think he PB'd his ride by 15 minutes. Well, um, so yeah, he's was a good example with a guy I coached. It worked well. Yeah. And we and were doing the program to workouts at least once and a few races a week. 
Mm. or not not a few races a one training session and maybe a race every couple of weeks well and i mean gary's a guy who who holds down a, a pretty big job he works yeah. a ton of hours um and here he is knocking big pbs and qualifying for kona in the process he did yeah <laughs> that's, that's awesome um so i don't know if you guys i, I don't think any of you guys coach athletes who only train and race on zwift but i've got a couple of overseas athletes who um, they don't even ride on the road. Um, you know, 100% of the training is done indoors. And uh, as a coach, it's been really challenging because um, it's it suddenly made me think, well, wow, how, do how do I make this workout uh, exciting and how do I progress this athlete's training? And it's, um, it's, it's amazing that actually there are athletes out there who um, this platform and this style of cycling is is all they know about riding bikes and that, that's kind mm. of cool and in fact one of our one of our other coaches our us-based coach um rj um who who helps out a lot with our um, online um database um zwift training plans he he is only just he's an ex-runner and he's only just started using um cycling shoes um he hasn't got a bike but he races Marky races with you and the um, yeah, yeah. RDT team, and he's a yeah. he's a guy who's who's never ridden on the road and he's cycling and running shoes to the highest level. <laughs> oh, that's mad power! That's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so he's you know, on a uh, is he on a like a stages bike or he is yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So it's um I, I actually don't think he should get a road bike because he'll probably he probably got an out of handle it. <laughs> No, it is an amazing tool for us. You got to think not everyone's as lucky as us to have still decent training grounds on our doorstep. There's mm. a lot of people, yeah, that don't even have that, and it is cool. Um, I was even thinking recently, uh, it'd be awesome if they did like a national, like New Zealand esport championship. I can't wait for that. Can't be too far off. <laughs> I'd love uh, to race. Yeah, um, I won't say any more about that, but. Um... Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll just <laughs> hold, hold your breath on that one. Yeah, well, just because I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the Chinese New Zealand ones. They were fun last year. And, yeah. So and it's, I think... uh, it's quite a good timing that you mentioned that, but I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> so, well, um... just, the Anzac race the other day was fun, and then we even had bloody Ollie Jones, like the New Zealand, who's yeah. the best in New Zealand on it, and he obviously won, but it was cool to race alongside him and see how good he is. Yeah. Um, but, and yeah, it'd be cool to have a New Zealand champs version of yeah how uh, how cool was it last year when we were in i think it was um lockdown one when we were doing one of the races and patty bevan was on the start line and you know his his guy got fourth fourth place in the time trial world champs the year before yeah. and here he is racing us in, in yeah. and um, you know that was a real thrill eh? because you just you just don't get that in normal normal races um, no, no, it's even like I've watched a few of Alex Dowsett's videos when he started on Zwift yeah. and um, <laughs> he was getting a bit cleaned up <laughs> some of the TTTs and because it, and it is, as you all know, it's not such an art, isn't it? It's yeah. not just raw power or like it's, it is there as the game effect and the skill and yeah. the Zwift prowess, I guess. And it take, actually takes a while to get used to it. It does. Um, quite funny to see his early videos of (laughs) (laughs) a bit i mean and the thing is if if you look at the way you can integrate it into an athlete's training plan and what you're wanting to achieve from it um you know mark you talk about the team time trials um rebecca you Mm -hmm. you race them frequently as well i race them carolyn you're going to be racing them when you once you get that cast off your leg yes 
I can assure you of that. The, the thing that the Team Time Trial does teach us, and I think it's actually going to help us more than it would help a road cyclist, is it's just that um, ability just to feather power very, very lightly, um, either mm -hmm. on or off, um, but still maintain a very, very high intensity, which is exactly what we do in triathlon. You know, we're feathering off the pedals to try and avoid a draft, or we're trying to move ahead of a group, or move ahead yeah. of another rider if we pass them. And it's those sorts of things that um, here we are using it in a game, which really it's just for fun, um, but it's actually going to help us in, in our real sport, which is out on the road in triathlon, Ironman, half Ironman, yeah. whatever distances. Um, well, the, the team time trial is like a solid over-under kind of session, isn't it? It's like 125% FTP for 30 seconds. And then for me, it's still about FTP once, <laughs> once you're in the group. Uh, so it's a pretty <laughs> freaking hard workout. <laughs> it is a hard workout. Um, uh, Rebecca and Mark, I know you guys did the same race that I did the other day where it was um, very much a, um, a punchy, um, a super high power course and it just wasn't suited to the skills of a triathlete. But, um, I, you know, and you have to uh, take it, you know, you have to, your ego gets a knock because we get absolutely pasted by mm -hmm. these, other, these other guys in the race. But, um, you know, I looked at that and I thought, oh man, it actually wasn't a terrible workout. You know, it was a, Maybe the race performance wasn't there, but what we did get out of it was a, was a very, very specific uh, and often a workout in an intensity that you don't often do in, on your own because it's actually quite a hard thing to do. But you come away from it with some stimulus and some meditations that, that you'll um, carry through to, um, to you know, other workouts anyway. So um, that's always going to help. Uh, I think you got to look at the likes of even Lionel Sanders. Like People may have criticised him early, but he does a lot of Zwift and he's... It's so bloody good <laughs> and yeah uh, it's impressive like it just translates to, to the road and i don't think many triathletes do enough high-end stuff mm. I do, and i i definitely regret that and um even i going into the road road suffer in december i'd mainly done zwift leading to that and i had probably what some of the best legs i've ever had in my, of racing <laughs> and yeah, I race. yeah i remember you saying that you you're almost doubtful and uh, get yeah. away from it. it was like, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> exactly. It was me and Braden. Like, obviously, Kyle was ripping everyone to pieces, but me and Braden yeah. said, bike, and that was purely a couple of three hour rides on the road, but mostly Swift or yeah. all, all winter. Well, people should should uh, really take note of that. Um, obviously, you know, the, uh, if, let, I mean, let's say if COVID didn't happen, we probably wouldn't be in this, just having this discussion in this position that we're at right now with, with using Zwift and our um, smart trainers. So, um, you know, that, that was in a sense a good thing that came from it. Um, and, but the, the lockdown that, um, that ensued uh, in late March, early April, early April, wasn't it? Um, you know, that, that could have been the make or break for a lot of us athletes and a lot of our own athletes. I know that, that, you know, we had to be pretty quick on it to um, keep them motivated and keep them excited. But as coaches, it was, you know, just ourselves, it was actually really, really hard to, to suddenly turn around and go, well, how do we how do we cope with this? But the best thing that happened was um, old, old Anna Russell from Try and Z, um, mm. who's obviously raced on Zwift a lot. And, and uh, you know, I, so much so that I saw her a few weeks earlier at Ironman New Zealand at, um, in 2020. And she remarked about how much Zwift racing she's doing. And I was like, what are you doing that for? I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. And uh, six weeks later, we we're right in the thick of it. And so, you know, 
the, the vision that she had to create the Stray and Z Race League, which actually hadn't really been done by many um, national bodies um, around the world and certainly not by Cycling NZ. It was, a, it was Try and Z jumped on it. Um, that, that had a massive impact on how our athletes went into winter because mm. suddenly there was two, two or three seasons of um, Try and Z races that um, was on week on week, week in, week out. Um, it kept us excited. It kept us looking forward to it. And, you know, before we knew it, we were out of winter. Lockdown was over and we were back into training on, you know, outdoors a, a lot more. Um, so that that had a massive impact, and and um, you know I wish I wish we brought shares in Zwift um, at the end of twenty nineteen because <laughs> yeah, yeah, or Peloton bikes or <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean the stocks of indoor trainers just absolutely yeah. disappeared in, in the space of a couple of months. <laughs> um, I'm so glad I bought my trainer like yeah, end of twenty nineteen. Yeah, so. it's smart move, visionary. What have you got at Wahoo? Yeah. Well, who kick her like four or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's definitely cool. got my money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, have, I mean, obviously it's not for everybody, and and one thing that I'm I got I have to be careful of is I don't try and push everybody into um, jumping online using Zwift, doing some races and stuff like that. It's not for everybody, and I found that a lot of people maybe. Uh, maybe expect and and Mark you remarked on it before when a couple of pro cyclists have come across to using it they're absolutely destroyed it's one of those things where we're fairly type a athletes we don't like to get beaten we don't like to mm. be put in, into our put into our place um, and that I find is actually a big hurdle for getting people to to just jump on and and, and race online um, so if you're arming and arming about it you do have to spend the, the first three, four, five months, just, just learning, getting beaten, bouncing back up next week, coming back and doing it again. Have you, have you found yeah. that to be something with, with your athletes that you've sort of pushed into the racing? Yeah, definitely. It takes time, eh? Um, to, mm. I remember the first Try New Zealand races last year, I think I was getting like 60th because I didn't understand <laughs> how they worked. <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, you just get better and you, ha you do have to give it time yeah it does take a few months i think and um do you find that rebecca you took a while to get used to them. yeah um they were just they were in the very hard races um especially i think yeah the first time i didn't really know what the um power-ups was i think i had like pete helping helping me <laughs> um, i remember i think it was the first try and one was like a crit um yeah yeah crit um, so at least it was that one was like 20 minutes um <laughs> like it's quite nice that it was like it was so painful it was quite a shock but it was over quite fast yeah yeah um, but, but yeah, even the start even, hey, you're like oh what the, they can't keep this up but does yeah, what's going on here yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you kind of learn that you've got to like hang on like you've got to get at least five minutes yeah, yeah. And if it's still like ridiculous i mean some of the races for me being in a league were I you know, <laughs> could only hang on for a few minutes. Um, mm. But yeah, sometimes it was like, I got nervous for them. Like mm. I got nervous on the Friday night before those Saturday ones. End of the day, it didn't, it didn't really matter so much, but you're still, um, you know, got your competitive juices flowing. So you still wanted to do well. Mm. Oh, definitely. I get nervous to ride with the vultures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> So you you fight you're making it though you know you you the, the more you do it the better you get <laughs> yeah that's true 
Caro, <laughs> um, what's Moss's biggest hurdle for racing? I've told him plenty of times to get in and racing, but I still haven't seen him do one yet. Uh, oh, good question. <laughs> I'm, he has done, hasn't, hasn't he done a few? He's done a, he did a bit of racing, like especially during lockdown last year. Yeah. Um, I know he jumped into quite a few of those try and Z ones. Um, and he's he, he gets involved in quite a lot of the um, the little series that Zwift does. So, mm. you know, when they have a series where you can unlock a kit at the end of it. Yeah, they're quite funny. He's they're all good. about those. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I think keep on him, Rob. Here yeah. Now that he's picking up his training again, he'll, yeah, um, yeah. he will jump into it, I think. But I think just the time factor and quite often that are, there are times that don't really work. Yeah. We've got quite That's a few um, in, in Cryogen. We've got quite a few people that have come to – to it from um, Olympic level in other sports like rowing mm. in particular, and um, and yeah, they've got the engines and they are extremely good. I know Mark, a few of your Vultures teammates had raced at the Olympics um, in oh, rowing. Really? Yeah, so you know, um, I look at Moss and think, oh man, get him, get him tuned in and learning how the races go. He would be an absolute weapon. Totally. So, <laughs> we'll keep on at him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, here we are going into, we're, we're a very, very short um, couple of weeks away from the upcoming TriNZ Race League, which is um, basically rejigging what we had last year at the beginning of lockdown. So um, I know that um, you guys are looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually commentating for this one. But um, there's some interesting, really, really cool races that we've, we've got. And I don't know if you look at the schedule, but um, um, we're not going easy on them so that's that's going to be cool <laughs> so you guys can look forward to that um but yeah it's just going to be um really cool to get back into it again and just see how many people jump back on and, and just make the most of the opportunities because um trying to do a, are doing a great job putting this together um yeah i've encouraged yeah quite a few of my athletes to do it um, cool. yeah especially a couple of them like one um Lyndon, you know he's coming back yeah. from an ankle injury and you know, he didn't like the idea of racing on the road, like mm. he's training for more time trial. Um, and there's not many kind of you know individual time trials on the road you can go and do. So yeah, um, yeah, I said that the series for works would be perfect. So oh, that's awesome. Um, cool. Well, I guess oh, I'd have a question for you there, then Rob. Yeah, without being too technical, is if you had an athlete that is sort of or not even an athlete, but like someone who's sceptical about going so hard, say in so far away from say race season. Yeah. What's, what would your philosophy be? I mean, I'm, cause I would say go for it, but yeah. Um, I think, I think um, that's a really good question because I think people's thoughts of what an off season should be. I think they've been, I think we've misunderstood for too many years and thought that an off season is just all about, um, long, easy, slow distance. But actually, yeah. I, I always look at an off-season as being an opportunity to work on weaknesses. Um, and it doesn't mean to say that you actually that you have to go out and start um, turning yourself into a new athlete. It's a completely different athlete. But I, I often look at it and think, well, if I had an athlete who um, who struggled with um, a certain aspect of, of their season, of their races, then um, let's go and work on that. And, um, you know, the majority of triathletes don't have great... Um, capacity to work at over threshold yeah and um the sort of racing that we're doing on zwift is is such that we are working at over threshold on and off intermittently throughout a, throughout the course of an event um and i think that's 
um, filling in a big hole that um, we probably wouldn't look at um, just in a typical off season. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I would say, hey, you know, this is an area that we know is a, is a weakness for you. Um, it's not going to hurt you by, by doing a little bit of it, as long as you balance it out with enough um, easy recovery workouts around it. And the stimulus and the adaptations that you get from it are, are going to be long lasting. Um, and it'll help you push up the FTP when, when time comes to start working on that anyway, because you're just filling in a gap that you maybe haven't had in your own physiology. Um, yeah, no, I, I, mean, I agree. And I, I even think the longer you've been in trial or even endurance sports, the, the less you probably need to do those long, just base yeah, mile. Yeah, and, and you've proven uh, it. You've proven it a couple of times now with some really good races that have come mm. off the back of not much mileage, but a, a lot of short, high intensity. Um, but, you know, obviously you, you have done the time of building that, that endurance mm. up, which everybody has to do, but it hasn't hurt you by dropping away from that and doing a little bit of something different. No, definitely not. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, thanks heaps, guys. We'll leave it at that. Um, but, yeah, like I said earlier, you know, these guys are all um, foot traffic coaches. We all have a, um, you know, our, our own skill set, special skill set, our own areas of interest. Um, but, um, you know, we, we look at things from a very, very um, individualised perspective. And so what might work for one athlete doesn't necessarily work for another. Um, and working alongside um, one of these coaches is really going to help you achieve achieve your goals. Um, and, uh, you know, these, these guys have proven it year in, year out that, it, um, that just working with an athlete um, over a period of time does make those gains. And, you know, what we've got with Zwift here is, is, is a new way to, um, to open up some new areas to, um, to concentrate on. So um, I think if you, uh, if you went down that path, you're going to look at a, having a great season next season. So certainly consider us if you are looking at that coaching um, in that coaching space. You guys got anything else you want to add? Yeah, I mean, I, for me, I, if I have had a structured program sometime, or like a structured workout that I was supposed to do and just haven't felt I had the legs, I've every now and again switched to just a race instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. It comes out, eh? That's exactly yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's always, yeah, it's just, it's just fun. I think you always got to remember it as fun as well. Yeah, it and is it fun. Yeah. Definitely helps get your best out of yourself. So yeah, that's why yeah. I really enjoy it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah sometimes you feel, oh, this is going to be a bad workout or bad race, and then mm. you actually do it, and then you actually like do it better than you think you would. Mm. Um, I know you maybe take that pressure off yourself. Like, it's not going to be that good, <laughs> and then it is. So yeah, yeah. Always, you know, go, try at least start it, and then if you are really not feeling good, exactly, you can always go quit the event. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody touched that? I've never gone. I've always looked and thought, I really want to hit that button right now. <laughs> Done it a lot. I caught one of the girls on my team had enough on Wednesday, but I think she actually had a technical thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. When her avatar just completely stopped, and then, yeah, yeah and then we were just like kind of giving her a bit of, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the NZ Swim Bike Run podcast. Please consider subscribing so that future episodes appear straight in your library as soon as they are uploaded. And if you'd like to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify, please feel free to do so. That helps out the podcast a lot. Don't forget to join us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at NZ Swim Bike Run. 
and continue the conversation there. We'll talk to you in the next podcast.